Hey guys, check out Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0, brought to you by Mama Jumbo Shrimp, a fully updated second edition, reviewed and revised by an expert panel of certified Italian wine ambassadors from across the globe. The book also includes an edition by Professore Attilio Scienza, Italy's leading vine geneticist. To pick up a copy today, just head to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. For all the super wine geeks out there, we have a special new series dedicated to you. We are reading excerpts from our new edition of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0. Wine lovers, tune in for your weekly fix only on Italian Wine Podcast. If you want to own a copy of this new must-read Italian wine textbook, just go to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. Geography, Aosta Valley, Valle d'Aosta, Historical Background A unique and heroic viticulture characterized by the use of stone terraces to contain the terrain and tame the rugged alpine landscape. Despite the physical challenges, viticulture has been practiced here for as long as man can remember. If it is true that as nearly as 23 BC, the Selassie people cultivated these lands, producing wine that they stored in wooden barrels. Aosta Valley wines was especially appreciated by the Romans, who never missed an opportunity to stock up at the ancient city of Augusta Pretoria Salasorum, today's Aosta. During the Middle Ages, the wines of these regions became even more widely recognized and appreciated, and they even took on a sacred significance associated with their use during liturgical practices. In fact, the relics of Sant'Orso di Aosta, St. Orsos of Aosta, were immersed in wine so that it could absorb the sacredness of the saint and be rendered suitable for the celebration of the liturgy. The fame and lucrative trade associated with the region's wine quietly endured for several centuries. It was only in the 19th century that, as in the rest of Europe, viticulture experienced its darkest period, the outbreak of philosophy. The vineyards were threatened by the ter- the vineyards were threatened by the terrible bat, the beast, as the neighboring French called it, a virulent past that found in Val d'Aosta a determination to confront it that eventually succeeded. This is the territory of Morger La Salle home to some of the highest vineyards in the world, which was spared the worst of the phylloxera outbreak thanks to the harsh winter conditions of the Alps. Indeed, the soil and the climate conditions of this area allowed the local vines to become a bastion of resistance and they are still cultivated without rootstocks. Some 40 varieties have lived here since time immemorial complemented by more well-known international varieties in the last century, including Gamay, Pinot Noir, Arvine, Chardonnay, and Mulaturgal. Geographically, the Elster Valley region can be divided into three distinct bands. The first is the Upper Valley, home to the highest free-range vineyards in Europe, between 800 and 1200 meters above sea level, sharing this supremacy with the viticulture of Mount Etna. 
Then there is the Mid Valley, where the green of the vineyards shines brightly, illuminated by a sun that in this area wins the battle with the mountain. This area of low rainfall is the heart of the Valdosten viticulture, formed as an escape route from the collision of the African and European plates. The Monte Bianco Mont Blanc chain is made up of a series of overlapping layers between which granites, marls, and sandstones emerge. Then there are the glaciers. For at least a million years, the valley was occupied by an elongated tongue of ice that extended all the way to the Ivrea plain, where it pushed laterally to make room and give rise to a 12-kilometer-long morenic amphitheater. Geomorphology the vine finds its ideal environment on these terraces of glacial origin. Stony, gravelly soils rich in the debris transported by the glaciers. Viticulture here is not without its difficulties, due to the fragmentation of land and the small size of the vineyards. In fact, the hectare in this region is an extensive unit of measurement. Here, the viticulture is faithful to its indigenous grape varieties which have been betrayed or abandoned to make way for apparently more noble varieties. Alsta Valley viticulture is characterized by producers who have only emerged on the markets relatively recently. The real backbone of the territory and the secret of its success has always been cooperation. Are you enjoying this podcast? There is so much more high-quality wine content available from Mama Jumbo Shrimp. Check out our new wine study maps, our books on Italian wine, including Italian Wine Unplugged, The Jumbo Shrimp Guide to Italian Wine, Sangiovese Lambrusco and Other Stories, and much, much more on our website, mamajumboshrimp.com. Now back to the show. It is only thanks to these cooperatives, in fact, the viticulture has been able to survive the excessive parceling up of these territories that would otherwise have rendered the region unviable as a serious wine-producing entity. Cooperation, sharing, communion, and unity are the characteristics that sum up the spirit with which wine is produced in this region, characteristics that find their most natural outlet in the single appellation under which the people of Aosta Valley have decided to focus their millennial wine viticulture. A unique appellation, Aosta Valley or Valle d'Aost, includes nine subzones Donat, Arnaud Montveuillet, Chambard Moscato, Nu, Nu Malvoisie, Torette, Enfer d'Arvier, Blanc de Morger, and La Salle. The Aosta Valley has a heterogeneous viticulture with some unique practices like the vineyards of Rieblanc, cultivated in the area of Morgé-la-Salle, they have pergolas so low that the harvest has to be done kneeling down, and true natural wonders, including the natural theater of Arvier, where the moranic soils of the tiny Enfer d'Avier subzone, so cold because of the hot summers with higher than normal solar radiation for these areas, Hence the use of the French word enfer, which means hell. Descending towards the lower part of the valley, we find different climatic conditions and vines that are 
the forerunner of the region that follows, Piedmont. Nebbiolo is cultivated in the central part of the valley and its presence is accentuated in the lower part, where it is called Picutener, from the petiole or tender rachis. These are the territories of Donat, Pont Saint-Martin, and Bard. Here, the Nebbiolo is genetically identical to that cultivated in the Lange, but with certain characteristics that clearly distinguish it. In general, white grape varieties, including Chardonnay and Mula Turgau, produced in the Elster Valley, are characterized by fruity aromas and a full dry taste. The red grape varieties are heterogeneous in terms of provenance from Fumon, typical and indigenous to this valley, to Gamay, which yields dry and tannic wines, and Pinot Noir, which results in persistent and elegant wines. Finally, Premita, a natural rosé that gives pleasant dry wines. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin.